Hello and welcome to Comic Book Herald's Best Comics Ever. I'm your host, Dave Busing, the founder and editor-in-chief of ComicBookHerald.com, a site dedicated to helping new, lapsed, and longtime readers enjoy the wonderful shared universes and an excellence of comic books, of course, with a focus a lot of times on Marvel and DC Big Two superhero universes. This episode, I'm going to be doing a bunch of comic book rankings, looking at the Comic Book Herald Best Comics of All Time list and figuring out where a bunch of the news stories that I read over the course of the past month belong on the list. This is the episode, the uh, somewhat, uh, you know, celebratory episode where we will be cracking 500 total entries on the list. I've been saying for a while now on the podcast that when we get to 500, this is the point in time when I will finally begin uh, capping the list. So if you go to comicbookherald.com slash the best comics of all time with a hyphen between each word in the best comics of all time, you'll see the entire list. And what I've said for a long time is it goes from Watchmen to Wanted. So from my favorite comic book of all time, that would be DC's Watchmen, to my least favorite comic book of all time, that would be Wanted, written by Mark Millar with art by J.G. Jones. And uh, what's going to happen here as I place new entries on the list is we're going to get to more than 500 total comics on the list. Obviously, there are certain tiers, as I've talked about in the past. You know, anything inside the top 100 is a comic that I love and would really fall into the what I think is a best comic of all time consideration. But then when you get more into the 200 to 400 range, these are comics I like, but I wouldn't actually call the best of course. Um, and then when you get, you know, closer to 500, we're talking about comics that I actually just actively dislike. So probably what I'll be doing here, and I I may keep Wanted at the perpetual 500 for consistency for consistency's sake, um, and just because I think there's a alliterative ring to From Watchmen to Wanted that, uh, that kind of works for me. Um, but, uh, you know, definitely something like a DC Genesis, currently a number 494 on the list, or Batman Earth One, currently at 493, or Dazzler the Movie, currently at 495. These will be moving off of the best comics of all time list. They have no business there. And let's, I don't know if I'll actually want to create a worst comics of all time list. Um, maybe that's something I will share as a Patreon exclusive and keep that list updated for the patrons to see the comics that I truly don't like. Speaking of which, support for Best Comics Ever is brought to you by supporters on patreon.com slash comicbookherald. If you go on over there, you can find ways to support Comic Book Herald initiatives such as Best Comics Ever, such as all of the reading guides that we're dropping, one new guide per week, such as all the writing that I'm doing. We have great contributions from uh, writers John Galati and Matt Lane, some writers I'm able to pay this year to contribute excellent, excellent articles to Comic Book Herald. Um, but again, if you go on over there, there are some cool benefits and perks and things i create a custom comics playlist every month for uh, the five dollar patrons so at the five dollar tier you're going to get a custom monthly reading plan from me um and you know not customized on an individual level but customized for that tier of patrons so again go on over to patreon.com slash comic herald and you can if you're so inclined see ways to support i guess i should announce as well uh you know i've been talking for a while now where i'm trying to get to if i hit the the next goal so if i raise uh, up to 450 dollars a month is the goal then that will allow me to kick off the Mega Run Reading Club. And that's going to be something where we read a giant classic run from comic book history as a club. Um, I have plans to create an exclusive Slack channel where we can talk about those comics, uh, again, if we hit that goal. So if that sounds like something that would be of interest to you, I think we're about 75% of the way there right now, maybe a little more. 
Um, again, you can find all that stuff on Patreon. With that said, let's get into it. Here are the new comics that I want to rank for um, for the best comics of all time list as we make our way to 500. So the first one that I want to do is not actually a new edition, but it's one that I'm looking at adjusting the ranking for, and that's Runaways, the current ongoing series written by Rainbow Rowell with art by Chris Anka. I have the first volume ranked um, at 309 on the list currently, and now having read the second volume, which I talked about in the previous Marvel Unlimited catch-up read, um, it's it's so good. Uh, Rowell's doing really, really incredible job with Runaways. Anka is a perfect fit for this series. I've got to move Runaways up now that I've read 12 full issues, and frankly, as this series continues, I fully expect that it's going to wind up potentially even higher. Um, so I'm scrolling up my list here, and I'm actually scrolling quite a bit up. I'm in the 250 range, and that's where I have stuff like uh, Green Lantern Earth 1, Scalped Volume 1, definitely a series that would be in consideration for the Mega Run Reading Club, because that's one that I need to to binge in full, the series written by Jason Aaron. Um, Runaways, I'm going to put it actually all the way up at what will be the new number 228 on the list. So moving up, you know, not quite 100 spots, but close. And I'm going to put it behind Hawkeye 2016 style. That is, of course, the series written by Kelly Thompson with a focus on Kate Bishop. Um, so Runaways, Ryan Rowell, and Anka is going to be the new number 228 on the list. And again, you can read the first, uh, I think, 13 now issues of that series in Marvel Unlimited. So with that said, let's get to some new stuff. The first one that I'm going to be talking about is uh, the only one of two only non-Marvel inclusions that are going to go on the list. Again, as we've been doing, there's a whole lot of Silver Age Marvel that I'm going to be looking to add to the list this time around um, as part of the My Marvelous Year Club reads that we've been doing there's a just a lot of you know stan lee jack kirby steve dicko silver age marvel era books that i'm now considering actually ranking and if you've been listening to best comics ever that means you get to hear me sweat um to the delight of of my co-host on my marvelous year zach dean uh sweat about where i want to place you know for example amazing spider-man which i ultimately placed 10th all time. So some of these are going pretty high. The ones that I'm going to rank today aren't. But the first series I want to do is a non-Marvel book. It's an image book. It's called Bitterroot. And it's written by David Up Walker and Chuck Brown with art by Sanford Green. And Bitterroot is uh, one volume in. So we've got about uh, six issues now. And it is very, very good. Um, this is a story that is literally about fighting racism and about racists becoming literal monsters. And while these are topics that can definitely make people uncomfortable, and that's kind of the point, uh, Walker and Brown and Green are executing this story in a way that is is very smart, even though the metaphor is extremely on the nose. Um, that is never it never really works to the comic's detriment. As a matter of fact, it really it allows them to tell sort of a comic book monster hunting story. Um, in a way that is, it's clear what the metaphor is, but it's not, um, I don't know, it never loses steam. It never loses the message. These are fascinating characters, and it's a really interesting start to a series, again, that has ambitions 
to straight up take on racism, which is a heady, heady goal, <laughs> I believe, um, for a comic. So Bitterroot, again, we're only one volume in, so I can't put it too high just because, you know, we're going to see where this thing goes. I like it more than, uh, let's see, I like it more than Weatherman, which is another image series from last year that I enjoyed. Um, I don't like it quite as much probably as Kim and Kim, which I have at 320 on the list. That's a series uh, from Black Mask written by Magdalene Visaggio. I'm going to put it right below Kim and Kim them, and that's going to put it ahead of Inhumans Once and Future Kings, which is that Christopher Priest written mini of Marvel, which is a really fun Inhuman series if you haven't checked that out. So that's where Bitterroot is going to go on the best comics of all time list. Let's pop it in there. That's going to make it the new number 321 on the old list. And that gives us now 498 comics. And actually, let me make sure that that's right. Okay. Sometimes these numbers get wonky. Um, okay. So let's go. Let's get at least two more so we get to 500. The next one I'm going to rank is the first Iron Man epic collection called The Golden Avenger. This would be Tales of Suspense issues number 39 to number 72. It is the origins of Iron Man in the Marvel Universe, written by Stan Lee frequently, frequently art by Don Heck. And uh, Iron Man is, again, like we talk about the Silver Age Marvel comics a ton on my Marvelous year. And I, I highly, highly would encourage you to check out that podcast if you're interested in like the full read through of the Marvel Universe. It's a it's a lot of fun. And I think we're we're getting into the details of of the Marvel Universe in a way that um, is pretty entertaining and hopefully pretty informative to people who who you know enjoy these comics. But Iron Man is like a mid-tier book for me. You know, it's you got Spider-Man, Fantastic Four at the top, maybe Doctor Strange and Thor you know, are, are encroaching on that tier. And then you've got like Iron Man, I've got Captain America here next, are kind of that middle tier of they're doing some good things, they're doing some interesting things, but they're not my favorite. And then I actually think there's like a pretty good drop off and you get to Avengers, Incredible Hulk, Daredevil, um, and then like Ant-Man, Giant-Man, Wasp type stuff. But Iron Man's important to me on a personal level because this was the essential so Marvel has these essential reprints that were black and white, and this was the essential volume that got me kind of back into reading. It was one of the first things I, I was reading when I was really getting into reading Marvel comics, and it was definitely one of the first like Silver Age history of type things in addition to um, some of the early Amazing Spider-Man issues where I was just like, this is so much fun. Why did I... Why have I not always been reading Marvel comics like this? So I have a certain like personal nostalgia for these tales of suspense issues. Um, again, you get the origins of Tony Stark here in Vietnam. It's very similar to the MCU version of how the character starts, but of course in a different war in the Middle East. Um, but the actual narrative of you know this kind of you know playboy philanthropist um he's not really a philanthropist at this point he's a weapons manufacturer and he gets injured in war and he's got this heart issue and he has to use his wits along with the scientific prisoner yinsen to to build the suit of iron of course and become the iron man to escape um as a as a pow 
And then from there, it becomes, um, you know, it's a lot of Iron Man fighting, like communist Russia villains like the Titanium Man. You get a lot of good romance back and forth between Tony Stark, Happy Hogan, and Pepper Potts. And all in all, again, I don't think these are the most special of Marvel Silver Age books, but I do think they are quite entertaining and and obviously important um, and have gone, gone a long way, um, you know, no shoot, and have gone gone a long way towards, you know, uh, establishing what Iron Man's going to be. I said I'll shoot there because I have a blank row in my spreadsheet, and I deleted it, and then all my formulas were messed up. So anyway, that's something I'll need to fix. But I've got Thor, the epic collection, so the first Thor stories at number 278 on the list currently. I would not put Iron Man quite that high, even though... I probably, like, probably these Iron Man issues are a little more important to me. I, I don't think they're actually as good. And definitely Thor, Thor's going to be more interesting as it goes as well. Um, so let's see. Given that, uh, the, now, the, one of the hard things with some of these Silver Age books is I've read them a number of times. I've done the My Marvel This Year read-throughs and clubs. And so if I put up, like, Ice Cream Man Volume 1, which I have a 296, you know, what would I rather read? Uh, the answer is always going to be the newer stuff. So I have to, you know, sort of factor in here the importance of these issues. I mean, they deliver Iron Man, like one of the biggest superheroes in the world in 2019. Um, and also just like the craft for the time, I think to a degree. So with that in mind, um, you know what, because I've got that blank row, number 310 would put it below Sin City and above Pretty Deadly which I don't know, that feels fine. I mean, honestly, like I've, I'm not as big a pretty deadly fan as I sort of would like to be, <laughs> truth be told. Um, that's a book by Kelly C. DeConnick and Emma Rios. It's a beautiful looking book, but the stories never really gabbed me. So that's fine. I'm going to put Iron Man Epic Collection, The Golden Avenger at the new 310. And that is going to take us straight away to Captain America Epic Collection, so the first Captain America has returned issues. This would be Tales of Suspense backups number 58 to number 96. Um, Tales of Suspense kind of for a bit was, was more or less an Iron Man book. And then it became a shared Iron Man and Captain America book uh, for a good long while. And that's why you have this overlap of a series title between the two characters. So these are the issues after, um, excuse me, after Captain America comes back in Avengers number four. So Avengers number four, the Avengers find Cap frozen. You know, he's been on ice for a minute and they restore him. And he's now back in a world that, you know, he did not expect to be in thinking, you know, he, he had died in World War II. So he's, you know, alive 20 years later. And the Captain America epic collection deals with that to a degree. Um, a lot of his stories initially are flashback type stories in World War II era. But then as the series progresses, it moves more and more to present day and then that's where we get things like the return of the red skull the uh, creation of modok the invention of the cosmic cube and a lot of issues i quite like so i think the back half of this gets really really fun um in a way that the front half is not necessarily so i don't because it's a little uneven i don't like it as much as iron man those those first silver age issues but I do enjoy it. Um, again, uh, looking at the list and stuff we just ranked, I don't think it's quite as good as like Kim and Kim and Bitter Root, which I have at 320 and 321. Um, if I scroll down a little ways, 
You got Crisis on Infinite Earths at 332. There's a book that is, you know, big time import and and hugely influential, but not one that I want to go back and read. Really, I think Cap. I I would rather. I mean, I would definitely rather read the Return of the Skull and those Cosmic Cube issues. I've got Skyward Volume One right above that. I like this more than Skyward. Um, I've got Maestro's Volume One, Identity Crisis. That's all the stuff above. Do I like Captain America: Silver Age more than Identity Crisis? Uh, it's definitely well. They're both pretty influential. Um, I'm going to put it right below it because for all of its issues, Identity Crisis, first time I read it, was a book I did not want to put down. And Captain America Epic Collection, I don't know that I could really say that uh, earnestly. So that's going to put it at the new number 330 on our list. All right, we're at 499. Let's get to 500 here. So number 500 ranked comic on our list is going to be the first volume, uh, first two volumes, actually, of the 2018 Marvel Fresh Start Thor series. This is the one written by Jason Aaron with art by Mike Del Mundo. So now what I'm going to have to look at here is where did I rank the Jane Foster era of Thor quite high? I have the Jane Foster era Thor, so also written by Jason Aaron with art by Russell Dowderman and colorist Matt Wilson at number 182 on the list. The 2018 series, which is the follow-up, you know, very, very direct in-continuity follow-up to that series is nowhere near that good, which is fine. That series I have ranked extremely high, um, but this series I like. I think Mike Del Mundo is an artist who's, I think he's been taking a lot of flack, actually as the artist on this series. Um, and some of it stems from, he was also doing a, a fair amount of the interiors on Avengers with Mark Wade writing. And that run was, was quite the disappointment as well. I think Thor 2018 is a, I don't know. It's kind of hard to separate from the big picture of Aaron's run, which has now been going since 2012. And of course has now launched into the war of the realms series, which has Dowderman and Wilson back on art duties. And I think Comparatively, Dowderman and, and Wilson have just, they've owned Thor in a way that Del Mundo had an extremely uphill battle. And to his credit, he's just doing his thing. You know, he is not trying to imitate their style or necessarily, you know, make it fit. He's doing his thing. And his thing are these kind of like gorgeous painted drawings. But a lot of times, if you're reading it as sequential storytelling, um, it's really hard to tell what's actually happening. So I think he can do big iconic poses. Um, he did a lot of the covers for the Vision 12-issue maxi series by Tom King and Gabriel Walter Hernandez. And I, I think like cover art is an area where Del Mundo excels. Um, not that he can't do interiors. I His work on Weird World the Secret Wars miniseries was made that book literally my favorite Secret Wars 2015 tie-in. Yes, I have them all ranked. Yes, you can find that on Comic Book Herald. Um, but Del Mundo, you know, it's not that I don't think he can work as an interior artist. I just don't know that it's really working for Thor given what we've kind of become, ex you know, we've kind of come to expect. Um, so, but it's even, even with that aside, um, I like his art more than most. Again, when he does these big openings, like in Thor number one, the big introduction of the juggernaut, I mean, that is some of the coolest stuff 
you're going to see on a comic book page this year. So I, I think that is worth celebrating, um, even if it's not, you know, definitely not perfect sequ- sequential storytelling. Uh, with that in mind, the actual story here is it's a continuation and it's a transition to War of the Realms. Um, I think it's okay, but it doesn't hold up fantastically on its own. I don't like it quite as much as the Donny Cates Venom to date, which I've got at number 358 on the list. Um, let's see if we scroll down. I like it probably about as much as Justice League New Justice. This is the the era written by Scott Snyder with art by Jim Chung and a lot by Jorge Jimenez. Um do I like it more than Justice League? I probably do because I'm more invested in the Thor run. And that's going to mean, let's see, I'm kind of scrolling up now. I don't know that it's as good as Green Arrow Year One, which was written by Andy Diggle with art by Jock. Um, I'm going to put it right below that. I've got Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. And I've got X-Men Second Coming. I'm going to split the difference on those and put Thor 2018 as the new number 371 on the best comics of all time list. All right, let's get those rankings in there. And that puts us now with Wanted at number 500 on the list. So I think that's a good amount of time. Um, Other books that I'm going to be looking at adding to this list before... I, I log off here are going to be Cemetery Beach, seven-issue miniseries by writer Warren Ellis and artist Jason Howard, uh, which is pretty fun, pretty breezy. Uh, I would recommend checking it out. I've got New Mutants, Dead Souls, and then I've got, again, a bunch of those Silver Age. I've got Avengers, Incredible Hulk, Daredevil, Ant-Man, Giant-Man, epic collections that I will be working into the list. But again, you can expect all those to rank lower than anything I have discussed here to date. So we did it. We're at 500 total entries on the best comics of all time list. Um, if you're listening and you've been listening to these for, you know, I think I've been doing this for like a year now since we hit our goal on Patreon to launch this podcast. If you have thoughts or ideas um, or, or just feedback in general about the best comics ever podcast, um, Comic Book Herald, you know, whatever whatever your takes are, definitely uh, reach out. You know, you can find me at Comic Book Herald on Twitter. You can find Comic Book Herald on Facebook, of course, or you can always, um, you know, just find ComicBookHerald.com uh, or through Patreon if you're a supporter and find ways to to contact me there. Um, so again, thanks to everybody who has been listening and supporting the podcast for, again, about a year now. Uh, In particular, I'd like to thank some of our mysterious benefactors. I'd like to thank Steve Brennan, who's the mysterious benefactor of this episode, who made this possible. He is in the mysterious benefactor supporting tier on patreon.com. And thank you, Steve. Your support is greatly appreciated. Music for Best Comics Ever is by Anthony Weiss. You can find more of his music at anthonyweis.com. Dot com. Again, everybody go on over to iTunes or your podcast player of choice and look for My Marvelous Year. It's a podcast I do with Zach Dean, and if you're listening to this, I think you'll enjoy subscribing to that as well as we make our way through every single year of Marvel publication history. But that's going to do it for today. We've got some big updates. We're up to 500. Thanks for everybody listening, and as always, enjoy the comics. <laughs>